You are listening to the 9 to 5 Outsiders Podcast with me, Usman Diallo, where you can learn tips and ideas on how to overcome the challenges of leaving your job to start your own business journey. If you are all about challenging the status quo and will not settle for average, then you have come to the right podcast. So if you are listening to this podcast right now, chances are you have student loan, credit card, or medical debts. As a matter of fact, for the first time in history, our nation has recognized as a record of $1.5 trillion of student loan debt, leaving millions of Americans struggling to pay off their debt. That is why I've partnered with Mediator Debt Solutions, a company that specializes in helping thousands of people like you acquire financial debt relief by helping them resolve their student loan, credit card, medical, and other forms of unsecured debt. Mediator Debt Solution has helped thousands of people reduce their debt with 40% to 60% saving and become debt-free within two to three years. To learn more about your free consultation, go to www.phpdebtsolutions.com slash sm slash 12729 or click on the link in the episode's description details for your free consultation. Thanks for tuning in to our uh, episode number two of uh, Facebook Friends Offline. And I'm sitting here with a special guest. And uh, a little bit about Facebook Friends Offline. Uh, this is a project that's gonna introduce you to some of the most influential personalities in the city of Austin, uh, people that are doing something very positive in the community. And this is also a way for you to get to network, you know, I encourage you to go out there and network with some people in, in Austin and the surrounding areas that are doing something very, very positive in the community. And today I have another special guest just like we promised. And um, let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, Tafajwan Zara, he's, uh, he's the CEO and founder of uh, Club on Two. Uh, he's also a former professor, software engineering, right? That's correct, yeah. He used to be a software engineering professor, but he's now the CEO of uh, Club on Two. He's also the former president of uh, Indiana po- Indianapolis Intercultural Network. And if you haven't heard of Club on Two, if you haven't been to it, let me tell you, Club on Two is AKA the hottest place in Austin when it comes to Afrobeat music, Latin music, you know, African music. I mean, the whole thing. And 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 I've been to the place a couple of a uh, couple of times already. And uh, if you haven't been, I highly suggest you check it out. But without further ado, please let me help. Let me welcome. You know, my man goes by Taz, DJ Taz. Yeah, man, thank you, man. I really appreciate you inviting me to, uh, to spend some time with you, chatting with you. Uh, I think this is a great project that you have launched in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I'm actually pretty excited about your project is because, as you know, Austin is a growing city. A lot of new people are moving to Austin, mm-hmm. I mean, every day. 
can't remember the number. Was it 125? It's about 100 people a day. Yeah, 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 something, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And of all those people, it's very hard for people to create community. You know, and to know who is who. Yes, you may meet them and make friends with them, but to actually get into the in-depthness of connecting, I think your project is really a great platform for that. I applaud you for that. Thank you, thank you. And I appreciate you being yeah. on the show. You actually uh, part of episode number two. All right. So I'm glad to have you. So, so, so let's go on and get right into it. So, first of all, I want. I even want to start with the name Club Bantu. Yes. Because I know if you from uh, African origin, Bantu comes from like the West African. How did you even come up with the name? So, um, to be honest, here, I'm not the genius behind the name. Okay. But uh, my family, we've been in this um, in the music nightclub, music promotions business since 1982. Oh wow! So um, my nephew actually, they were running um, an African club in Minneapolis uh, called Club Celebi, and they wanted to open up another night. And he coined the word club on two. And the reason we've been several conversations because what we really wanted to do is to tell this history of Ubuntu civilization, which I think is one of the most influential civilizations in modern times, but just because we are of colonialism and all the things that Africa yeah. has gone through, you know what I mean? So the story was being told on our behalf and not by Africans, okay. you know? So, and if you look at a lot of, uh, so I'm just boring you with the details here, but the word Bantu means the people. The people, okay. Yes, and the Bantu civilization, um, as I've read, and I'm not there are other experts out there, I'm st I stand to be corrected if I'm mixing any facts. Um, the word Bantu, the, the, Bantu, the Bantu people started off on the on the west coast of Africa, around there with Cameroon and Nigeria, okay. some of that over there, but they were a nomadic group of people. Around, they moved around, so but they, one of the very interesting characteristics, they were a very advanced civilization because they knew animal, hus animal husbandry, how to raise cattle, they had farming methods, they were using tools and techniques, um, which some of this has been lost in the translation of the time because of colonialism. Uh, now, they started migrating because they were nomadic people looking for fertile land to grow crops and for their animals. Okay. So they moved off from the west coast of Africa, all the way through Kenya, Tanzania, Ghana, Ghana mm -hmm. Uganda, down to Zambia, Congo, Zimbabwe, Zambia, they spread out. They spread out. I mean, they went all the way, all the way they've been traced right down to South Africa. Of course, they intermarried with the groups of people they met. So my readings have told me that with the people are coming. You still say that's where the Bantu, they are coming, people, this wave of people. Mm -hmm. And I think they also are uh, with the Tosa and the Sun people down in South Africa. That's why the Zulu culture is, is very Bantu. Yes. Zimbabwe culture is very Bantu. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Kenya, Tanzania, Nigeria. I mean, these people were. Uh, and, and actually, another interesting fact when slavery happened in the 1600s, mm -hmm. The, those people were taken on ships to different parts of the world, to the Americas. They went to Cuba, okay. to Brazil, you know, uh, so to the Caribbean islands. But oh. that, you know, that civilization has stayed intact. If you really look at the foods they eat, the music they listen to, they, or the influence, or they create, or the music they, they, they create, that's why we said, I think, the word Club Bantu is really going to help us tell the story, this history that has not been told in its entirety. 
you know, by using music as a vector, as a vehicle to engage people, bring people together, and have this conversation. Absolutely, man. That's, you know, I'm, I'm from Africa myself, but you know, I feel like there's a lot, there's, it's a lot of the story that I didn't even know, like in detail, like you do. So Club on Two, you, you came up with the with the whole idea of the people, the Club on Two, the idea. But how did you go? Because I think one of the most fascinating thing about your story is that you used to be a software engineering professor, you know, <laughs> right? Yes, I was. So, and, and, I, and I know when, when we had a conversation, you told me how you were, you were going, you, you finished your master's degree and you were thinking about going and teach and do your PhD. Right. And then somewhere along the way, you know, you changed completely. You did a 180 to uh, wanting to start Club on Two or Contract. Right. So, yeah. can you tell for some of the viewers kind of like well, the stories well, of how everything happened? I think it was, you know, African parents, <laughs> you know, either you become an engineer or a doctor. So it was always in the back of my mind. Even though I come from a very liberal family, okay. I was doing theater and performing arts and television since I was uh, a kid, okay. you know, but they are always kind of like you do. You pursue pursue your dream, but you don't decide. You know what I mean. So yeah, I think in the back of my head, I always knew that I wanted to get AI education. You know, um, and um, I, I spent some time. You know, I I, I, I went to school for um, theater performing arts, and then I ended okay. up doing a master in software engineering, and I got really good at it. And my professor was like, "Hey, would you consider ever thought about doing a PhD?" I was like, "I don't really know if I want to, but..." I'll consider it, so I started teaching mm-hmm. while I was thinking about it. You know, you know, wrote a few courses, proposed a few new courses for the department. But I think when I look at it, I uh, it was because I was being driven by other thinking thoughts that I I loved engineering. Trust me, I love software, I love technology, and mm-hmm. I know it, I breathe it. But in the back of my head, I think I've always been a person. Who loves music mm-hmm. and that is what drives me and music creates so many different ideas in my head i'm so fired up mm-hmm. you know about it yes i'm jazzed about software trust me but music just completely obliterates everything okay. when you put it in front of you it's like it's like yeah all a part of your personality yeah. so it's, it's at some point you have to step back and say i think i've proved your point i can do this so how was um like how was the transition when you told people that you weren't gonna because like you said, we both we come from an African family, so, right? You know, in Africa, they want to go to school. Yeah, the education is valued and yeah. everything. So how how was the how was the mindset when you told them that hey, I'm not going to be a professor anymore. I'm going to focus on music. Well, you know, it's actually interesting. Um, it's I, it's a journey. So um, the time I was um, teaching at Indiana University at Indiana IUPUI uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, in the evening and at night I would change into my clothes in my car and go DJ that same <laughs> night <laughs> you know That's and I did I carried this on for almost three years like I would literally come from teaching change into my new clothes well, well, like your, 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 your professor your, like your colleagues and, yeah, and my students didn't know but then some started coming well, out you know, yeah, yeah yeah some wow. knew that were friends of mine you know because there's a very thin line between a student and a professor i think uh-huh. um and they started to know but i was doing this i was pulling this off i don't know how but you know when you keep doing things like that and this thing just keeps calling you. Mm-hmm. In fact, before I moved to Austin and started Club Bantu, 
I threw a retirement party from DJing. I was no longer in the music. I said, hey, let me focus on my engineering. Mm -hmm. This is what I, you know what I mean? Because this road of being a DJ and doing music is not easy. You know, I could just do my nine to five and get my, you know, and um, and do me um, and get my paycheck. But it, you know, because it was more cost. So I retired for about five years. I didn't want to do music, and you know, I, I was like, I'm gonna focus on this. But you know what? This little voice in your head, mm. you can't run away from who you are. Yeah, that is the honest truth. Yeah. So I, I, it wasn't like an announcement that I'm gonna transition. It was sort of a journey. You know, you start to realize that. This is where I'm going, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's not so hard. It's not a hard decision. You just kind of see where it's going. Wow, that's yeah. that's interesting. So, so you always had that voice in the back of your head telling you, "Hey, you gotta keep doing this. You can't just you can't just quit." So, talk about uh, last time we had Isaac. Isaac was on the show. And by the way, for some of you watching right now, this is uh, this this is one thing that we want to do. If you're watching this video right now, in the next 24 hours, if you make sure that you leave a comment and you share the video, uh, we have a surprise for you. We can't tell you right now because we don't we don't want to ruin it. Right. But we have a surprise for you, so make sure that you like, you share the video, so as many people as uh, as many people can see it. But coming back to that, you said that uh, uh, when you when you decided to retire, you, you you kept coming back. How was the how was I want I want you to talk about the struggle because I, I know it's yes. it's yes. people want to hear what's fun about starting your own business starting your own True. club but what were some of the struggles that you had to go through so I, the, the way I can put it I think yeah, the, the, there are, there are certain chains that keep a person from doing things that they really want to do because there's so, some kind of resource you know okay. um, you want to be free you want to do things that you really want to do mm -hmm. and maybe it might be family yeah. it might be money you know it might be you know there are all these things that you know come up in our brains you know to put us to keep us in, in, on, on, on a, in a certain place but when you analyze all of those uh, those, those structures that are keeping you from doing that you actually start to see how irrelevant they are in the greater picture of things. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be a relationship. It could be a wife or a, 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 a girlfriend that's saying, I don't want you to be doing that. Or it could be your parents, you know what I mean? So what you you your dream. But there's something, you know, you, if you look at it and say, and then you see how, how much is this really a factor? You know, and it's an individual choice, you know what I mean? It comes mm -hmm. down to you. But, um, so that journey is not easy and and if you take the long view, we're always, always being the long game, playing the long game. I like, I like you know that. what I mean? Because at least that's my from my approach. People think see a lot of um, artists or performers or entrepreneurs that are doing extremely well. Um, yeah, today there's Instagram instant instant entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Wake up today. But they didn't start. They didn't start. They didn't start there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe some people are like they don't have the structures, but I have structures to worry about. I. An immigrant, I'm a foreign person, I was born in Zimbabwe, you know, and uh, I was told certain things when I was coming to the States for school. Go to school and be a good boy. You know what I mean? Most of this us, this, most know, of us this music so thing, you know, thing. is a very shaky ground and they were right. It's not straightforward. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not a straightforward path, mm -hmm. you know. So I think it took me a long time and then also I was very lucky because I've had friends and family I have friends and family that are sort of in the business or that look outside 
the reason why we got out of retirement actually was a good friend of mine who I work with doing club bands and he said I we used to, used to see how we used to do Latin music back in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. He kept saying, get back in the game, come out of retirement. And he was relentless, yeah. sending me videos, sending me the God, why don't you do African music? I'm like, I don't know, I'm retired, man. Did you have to tell like, 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 you know, you know, you back. And then my brother was doing music there, so it was almost a combination of like, what am I doing? You know? But you know, I looked at it like, if I don't write this journey now, what else would I do? What is the story of Chaz? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, every entrepreneurship endeavor should be the story of you. You know, most people just want to do business because they make money. They are good yes. with that. But I think the, the ones that actually um, impact um, humanity are the ones I think that are the story of you. You know, what is the story of Usman? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. That that is that is you know. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in, and when you look at that, you look at. Apple is the story of Steve Jobs. You That's know, a very good point. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and I, I think that 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 actually helps you take away the structures that things, everything that was stopping you, or thinking was stopping you. People say, "Oh, I have no money to start a business," or oh, "I they don't have this. My family won't let me. My wife won't." Oh, you come up with all this list. Oh, oh, this is why I can't. I'm not doing. Excuses. I'm not telling this story, right? <laughs> excuses, excuses, excuses. You know what I mean? But yeah. when you say this is the story of I, of me, yeah. and this is what I want to give to humanity or to community, and this is when I look back on the story, on my dying bed, I want to say, I'm so happy about that. Yeah. That's yeah. a great life. Do what you really want to do. Yeah. Because uh, another thing is that a lot of people, uh, I feel. A lot of people that just there's a lot of people today that work at a job that they don't like. Oh yeah. Or they they have a boss that they don't like. <laughs> or maybe they're in a relationship they don't like, but they keep staying in that relationship maybe to make somebody else's happy instead of saying, hey, what what's gonna make me happy? Because I always said I rather just work for myself, right, and make less money than working for someone that I'm not happy working with. You know, but some people just sometimes we get stuck in man i want to make this type of money and i don't want to leave that job so i like that you you talk about that so what what is an advice that you would give to someone that that need to follow the dream like they, they maybe they have something they really want to do you know they they're passionate about something and i mean i'm all for your passion has to be something that can be monetized too you oh that is be, a true story you can't just be passionate about something that doesn't make any money it's got to be but how do you say, hey, I want to follow my passion, but at the same time, you know, I'm working at a place I'm not happy. I don't know how to transition to that, or I don't know how to. What, what, what would you, what would you say your advice would be? For I, I, I would say that the, at least when it comes to the way I looked at myself, mm -hmm. um, the more time you spend thinking about it, the things that light you up, something you know makes you spark. And you can do it any time of day, mm -hmm. every day. I know they say you shouldn't feel like work. It's still gonna be work. Mm -hmm. you, you're not gonna get into your passion and not work. Yeah. Most people think that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm living my passion, but it's, it's still gonna work. work. But it's, it's work that, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, almost like a vocation, work that you um, enjoy day in and day out. Mm -hmm. You know, I wake up like in the morning, I'm thinking about Clubhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about Latin music. Well, you know, the music that I like. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't stop thinking about this. 
you know, cycling right now, you know. Um, if you and then if you're transitioning, mm-hmm. you should have a plan. You don't quit your day job, you know, just like that. Have a plan. Say, okay. You say, don't quit your day job, right? Yeah, don't quit your day job. That's right. But mm-hmm. know your plan. You have a plan and start putting the pillars in place because you know what? Maybe a year from now, you may transition and say, I thought I really like this. Now I don't. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you're already walking on the journey. The reason why I want to continue stressing about the journey model is that if you're walking on a journey, you find different paths you want to go. You start off, you start off going this way. And then like, oh, now I want to go this way. Yeah, that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not a destination. Most people say, I want to leave my passion. This is the destination. I think they miss out on all the paths of getting on that journey. Making the mistakes. Making, making, making the mistakes making and mistakes. actually reevaluating yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, do I really want to be a club? Like, we, you know, the conversation I was having with you guys, we are asking ourselves that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think what we really want to do is Clubbantu is to create a community because that's what gets, gets me just up. Mm-hmm. Now, if I only think about it in the context of a club, there's pros and cons in that, you know? So now we're doing a lot of different things that mm-hmm. are not just related to the club, because really we want to build a community. Yeah. That's what we are here to do. Because it's yeah. not just it's not just music. You do yeah. entertainment, you yeah. do an art, yeah, you do fashion shows, you know, fashion yeah, shows, yeah, different yeah, events. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we produce a lot of different events and I said, if we are thinking in the old model, business model of a nightclub, I think that in the long run I might look at back and I say, ah, why didn't I do that too? You know what I mean? So really I think the journey that you're walking is is much more interesting. Uh, because it will lead you to so many different paths of things that you were not even aware of that were connected. Yeah, you know? it's, it's it's funny. You know what that uh, sounds sounds a little bit like. It sounds like Starbucks. Yeah, when Starbucks first started, they were just they weren't serving coffee. They was they were serving coffee. They were just selling coffee beans. Right. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the the founder was like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we need to start." creating an experience so people just come and sit down and actually drink coffee. Yeah. And I mean it sounds very yeah, similar that's, that's to what you're exactly. saying. Instead of just a club, right. we're gonna create an experience where people get uh, they get they also get to see the African culture with the fashion show, with the arts, right. with the different things that come Yeah, and we partner with the friends of ours in the community that mm-hmm. make African food and we put on in and they do food. So because you cannot tell a story halfway. Exactly. So if you like some African food, I hope you're listening to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we have some partners that make amazing African food. Yeah. So now the story is even more complete. Here I am, I'm not a chef. Mm-hmm. I'm only in the beginning I was only thinking about music. Yes. But now here's another friend who says, Hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. I create food and I tell a story with the food. I was like, that was the missing piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. In this in this narrative of yeah. you know creating yeah. this community. You can just play music, music for people and give them, you know, drink yeah. and they go hungry. Yes. Is that he? Yes, yes. I think yeah. who, was that Rudy? Rudy. Rudy yeah. was there last yeah. time I was. Rudy. I think that was in February. In February. February. And he yeah. does an amazing job yes. with his presentation. The food he does. I mean, if you haven't tried. <laughs> Rufai is cooking, good, let me tell you, shameless plug-in, they do a great job, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, because I, I, yeah, I know Rudy was there, that was, I think, Bako's birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, that, was Bako's birthday. And that was my first time, because I knew about Club One too, yes. but I, I knew it from social media, because I know you, you mark, you're very good with marketing, you, I saw the marketing on social media, and I was like, what is this Club One too? Because we used to have different, different clubs in Austin, African club for African music, but you know, it, nothing really took off. 
You know, you know, but I have to say, brother, you you're doing an amazing job. Thank you, you know, man. because I went, I was like, man, this is this is different, this is classy, it's nice. I had a great time. It was it was good. It was unbelievable. So I had a great time. So another thing I want to touch on. I know you. One thing that I've noticed about you, Taz, is that you have a big net, big network. I've seen you. I've seen you. I've seen your social media posts. I know the people that you know. You're very good at networking with people. But what are some some pointers that you can you can give? Well, so I tell you, our approach is really to bring different communities together. Okay. We I, I spent some time looking at the, at the communities here. Um, there just wasn't a platform for people to really get together. So if you're on a network, you want to see the where are the things happening that or where are the people that are um, have a similar interest to you going or hanging up because sometimes all it takes is to really just be in the presence of someone and mm -hmm. they get to know you yeah or you learn something from them too you know so I I am a social butterfly I like being out so what is really worked for me in Austin um, I belong to a lot of different groups um, my, my test at, at, at Barry I belong to a lot of Latin groups because I, I play Latin music. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a Latin mm -hmm. DJ, you yeah. know, I used to be. Um, um, so that, that way, I think if you mix the different types, only, only going to one group of people, yes, you meet a lot of interesting people within that group, and that could be a large group, but if you're trying you to branch out, out mm -hmm. I think you just have to get off your ass and be out, out mm -hmm. and about. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah, and, and enjoy people's stories. You can, um, social capital is where you learn from people. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. It's, yeah, more, it's more than financial capital. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people overlook social capital. Um, in our mantra, if you look at what we, our mission in Clavantu, we say we're here, we're trying to build a, communi a community of culturally literate people, individuals. Mm -hmm. And to, to build cultural literacy, uh, you have to look at what are, what 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 drives you to want to have cultural riches because you would develop capital, uh, social capital. You know, the more people you know, their stories and who they are, mm -hmm. and who know who you are, the more likely your social capital is gonna go up. You have more resources. That's true. You know, if I call you and say, hey, I'm looking for a camera, mm -hmm. I'm looking for this. You're like, oh, I have a nice camera that I'm not using. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So you just have to. Um, uh, really enjoy people and love people's stories and I'm, I'm deeply deeply intrigued and moved by uh, the human journey yeah um, if you hear me talking about Latin music you think that I've lived in Latin America I've not you know but because of the friends I've had we've sat down till the wee wee hours of the morning the sun has come up and came down and we're still hanging out and I'm like oh my god is that what Cuba is like is that how it is to grow up in Cuba so they have just given me something that I didn't know. Yes. So, but that's that's what it is. It's network. Network. That's a very, very, very good. I like the fact that you say don't just go to one group. No. Just just mix yourself with different groups so you can learn from different people. Because sometimes we get comfortable staying with one group of people. Mm -hmm. Like you only you can only learn as much as you know how much they know. But when you get out. You get to learn yeah different and especially now we're living in an information age yes. i mean this is the information economy mm -hmm. you're not gonna get it from just one place you know that's true that's very true like 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 we promised um 
if you what if you're still watching the video right now this is Taz and Taz is the, the CEO and founder of Club on 2 and we want to do something special for some of you watching right now so if you're watching this video right make sure that you like share and leave a comment and what we're gonna do what we're gonna do is that in the next 24 hours whoever likes share and leave a comment we're gonna pick a winner and the winner of the contest is gonna get a free we're gonna give you a free VIP table in Club Bantu Woo! and then we're gonna throw in two free bottles of champagne Wow. A value of almost $350 just for wow. doing that so you and your friends can come and have a good time. Wow. So um, I think that would be a good start. That will give you a good start to, free, to a night for, you, for, for your friends. Free bottle right? service yep. and two bottles of champagne. Two, two bottles of champagne. Wow. Yep. Alright, so, so you guys know what to do. Uh, make sure you, you like, leave, you leave a comment, you like and you share the video. And, and how can people follow you, Taz? Uh, sure. You're on social media, right? Yes, I'm on social media quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, follow Club Bantu Austin, Texas. There's another Club Bantu in Minneapolis. That's my brother's yeah, venture. Um, but follow the one in Austin, Texas. Blunt, but, and it's B-A-N-T-U. Yeah. Yes, Bantu Club Bantu. Bantu. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, also on Instagram and okay. Facebook, it's club.bantu, Austin, Texas. Okay. Same one, yeah. So, but uh, either one, either way, if you are looking to know the, the events, we do, we do a lot of different events around the city. So we do Latin music every Thursday at Moonfire Lounge, and then we also do Afrobeats every other Friday. But whenever we think we need to throw a party. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like just this past weekend, with Native Hostel, through, um, we did a Lagos night. Um, I think I saw, I saw that on right. the post. So, we, so for our events, we, we try to create events that are um, designed to be different all the time. Okay. So uh, our, that's how our mission, even though we are we're always at Moonfire Lounge because these are our partners, um, we are everywhere around the city. Okay. You know, so and so to, is it Colorado Street? It's, a, it's both in Colorado. Fourth Street in Colorado. Yeah, Colorado Street. Downtown, Austin, Austin. Downtown. Downtown mm -hmm. Austin. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Man, there, there you have it, guys. So make sure you, you check that out. Uh, Taz, thank Brother, you very much for your help. No, thank you Appreciate for inviting me. I really yeah. enjoyed speaking yeah. to you today. And uh, I think this project you're working on is, uh, is something for the, the city to keep an eye on because it's great for the community. Thank you. Thank I, I applaud you. I appreciate you being here. Man. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're signing off. Take it easy. Bye. All right, and uh, just like usual, thank you for listening to the 95 Outsider Podcast. And if, you've en if you enjoyed this episode, right, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if it's your first time, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review on uh, any platform you're listening to, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcast you listen to. And um, let us know, you know, what, it, what you think about the show. And if you like it, follow me on social media. I'm, in, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. You can find me at Usman Diallo TX. And um, yeah, glad to have you on the show today. And I will see you on the next episode. And remember, if you know more and you do more, you can become more.